secret ingredient? Darling, it's me. My lashes may be fake, but I definitely keep it real. I'm a true New Yorker. The only bull I'll take is by the horns. I always bring the flavor. It's not my fault you don't have any taste. In New York, there's a lot of bad apples, but I'm the baddest of the bunch. I love to laugh, but make me mad, and I'll date your dad. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Pop Icon Recaps here on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening to this at. Uh, my name is David. I am the host of Pop Icon Radio live on the Alternation Radio every Tuesday from 8 to 9 in the morning. I had to think about that for a second. Uh, where we are talking pop culture, we are playing pop music, and we have branched out from the radio show into the podcast form. So here we are, Pop Icon Recaps. Uh, we are recapping the 14th season of The Real Housewives of New York City. Um, if you didn't listen to the first episode, I need you to stop right where you're at, go back, listen to it, and, and come back afterwards because we got into it with these ladies and we got to know them. We didn't know anything really about them. Did you know anything about Aaron Dana Leachy? Did you know anything about Bryn Whitfield? I don't think so. Um, maybe you knew about Jenna Lyons. That's a possibility. But we dove into the first and second episodes last week and... It was great getting to know them. They are all definitely characters, and the third and the fourth episode definitely got deeper into who they are as people, and it showed the good, the bad, and the ugly of some, uh, but I think I think this is just like a good view of just these random ladies in New York who like hang out occasionally. I don't think they're the best of friends, but this is just like group 30 to 40, maybe a 50 year old ladies in New York. This is kind of just, I guess, a representation of them. Um, don't get mad if you don't think this is your representation because I think it is. Um, so yeah, we can jump right into the third episode and we jump right into it with our girl Jessel complaining as usual. Uh, that's something we've learned from the second episode. She is a complainer. She doesn't mind like spouting off. I think she has a reason to complain sometimes, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, so she's now complaining about the temperature in the house. And she's not the only one. The other girls have made comments about it here and there. Uh, so the girls talk about the night prior. So Jenna Lyons actually left the house. They're all in the Hamptons in Sag Harbor, staying at Aaron's house. Um, all the ladies, except for Bryn, who's actually sick, or who is, like, coming coming back from being sick i'm not sure so the girls are all getting together in the morning and they talk about jenna leaving midnight like sai comes in and she like fakes falling i'm like i don't need to see this and it's just like kind of like a jenna bashing session jenna's also like the oldest so they keep on calling her like grandma i'm like that's not nice um they keep on talking about shakshuka the next day which is like i guess an israeli dish made with like eggs and tomatoes and onions and all other spices and stuff like that um so that's been like a big like part of the show they've talked about it at least like two times now and so after that jenna arrives back at the house and the girls just like come at her <laughs> you know what i hate how people are sitting there acting like the word shakshuka is like the craziest word to say and they're like mispronouncing it and like i don't know i think that's like disrespectful whenever people do that so whatever maybe that's just me but I personally didn't love it. They, like, are all talking about the shakshuka. Like, Jenna can't pronounce it. I, like, I don't know. But the way, like, Sai was, like, embellishing I don't know. There was just something, like, inauthentic about it. That's just Sai in general, though, I think. So, 
Jenna is not comfortable fighting. Like you can tell, like with her back and forth, it takes her like a second to like compose herself and kind of like think about what the other girls are saying. She's not really quick on her feet, but sometimes she gets like a good zinger in every now and then. Like Aaron, like Aaron's the main one. Like, oh wow, you, you just don't like my house. I think she literally says like, clearly you don't like my house. <laughs> and like as soon as Aaron says that, Jenna goes, my glasses are fogging up from the cold. Like I'm like. <laughs> So she's like shading her about like the temperature in the house like the other girls were. So that was like, I, I got to get a laugh out of that one. Um, so we now get Bryn arriving. She's not feeling better. She is wanting to get here with the ladies and get into all of it. She doesn't want to miss camera, like any camera time. This girl, no. Um, so Bryn arrives with the ladies beginning a workout. She begins immediately flirting with the trainer, which Uba was also flirting with him. And I'm like... Let the man just do his job. He came over there to, like, train you ladies, and you're over there, like, sexualizing him. And uh, I don't know. I didn't feel right about that. So Bryn's, like, flirting. Jenna makes, like, this really uncomfortable comment to me. It's, like, Jenna, she goes, the doctor wanted to, like, date her. Like, whenever Bryn was, like, born, I'm, like, that was, like, kind of weird. I don't know how I feel about that one. Um, So Bryn just comes in, like, a freaking wrecking ball. And starts to disrupt. And she starts making, like, dumb analogies, like, between Jenna leaving and, like, the whole episode, like, one debacle with, like, Ketch and Aaron. And she's trying to say that it's, like, a double standard. And I'm like, Bryn, shut up. You're actually kind of annoying me right now. And I don't know. I liked her in the first two episodes. So this episode, she's got, like, a little irritating. So the ladies go straight to lunch. They're all wearing khaki for some reason. I'm like... The theme in the first episode was khaki. They were all supposed to wear it to Jenna's house and everybody wore black. I'm like, but you can wear it to like the Hamptons. And I think it's funny how like Aaron and Jenna, who are like Hamptons like ladies, they're just like dressed down normal, whatever. Like they have houses there and everybody else is like dressed to the nines. I just thought that was like interesting. Like they're trying to show out and these like women who have like million dollar houses there are just like in jeans and like a t-shirt. And they like make fun of Jenna for that. They're like saying that she only wears like button downs and i'm like i wish my entire wardrobe was just button downs so so Bryn is just like annoying at this lunch and she like starts bringing up the whole double standard thing again and she starts talking like she's like i'm being crucified i am being nailed to the crowd i'm like what are you talking about like literally nobody said anything about you you are the only troublemaker here so shut up um so like aaron hears that and she like gets into it with her bryn like announces her dumb analogy aaron's like no maybe it's just like i like her more i'm like good thank you for just saying that just like laying it out there like maybe she's just like more of my type of chick um so i can appreciate that from her um so yeah bryn like then bryn is like then she starts talking about dead dogs i'm like what are you talking about everybody is like what this girl is like wild um and somehow I don't know how it happens, but the girls, like, immediately, like, turn on Jessel. And the only one who has her back is, like, Uba. And she's the only one who's, like, thinking about it. Like, Jessel just had babies. Like, she hasn't been intimate with her partner. Like, obviously, she's going through some things. Like, maybe not on the outside, but maybe on, like, the inside. And so she's like, maybe we should just be a little bit more empathetic to this woman rather than like, you need to go home and have sex with your husband right now. Which, I mean, even though she should, I guess it's been a year, but at the same time, like, give her time. Maybe they're going through things. Because their journey is, like, different than other people's. They, like, they wanted to have kids, like, so bad and, like, they weren't able to. So, like, they, their children are, like, their blessings. So, like, that's their, like, first priority right there. I think that, like sex can fall to the wayside sometimes um 
So yeah, Je- Jessel like tries to defend herself, talking about like the the lingerie that Jen had like gotten for her the prior episode. Like it's it was a long like kneely like green lacy thing. It was not like sexy. And Jessel's like, I would very happily exchange it for something more my style. And, like, the ladies, like, cannot take that. They're like, oh, my God, she is too much. And I was cracking up. I was like, that is, like, a nice way to say, like, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> um, so I appreciated that. I really do like Jessel. Um, so back at the house, Uba dresses Jenna. And I'm like, I'm not into that, whatever. We get to the private chef. He's like making their food for them. They do two truths and a lie. I guess Aaron finally fed these ladies. Um, Aaron said that she had sex in a senator's office. I'm like, okay, who cares? Uh, she doesn't want to like say like when or where or with who. I'm like, I don't really could care less. Um, so... I also, like, screamed whenever Jessel, like, was talking about Bryn's, like, two truths and a lie, because every single thing that Bryn said was, like, I reverse cowgirl, uh, Dallas Cowboy, I reverse cowgirl, uh, Senator, blah, 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 and all of them were basically I reverse cowgirl, and Jessel's, like, she doesn't want to look at who she's seeing, and she wants them to see her ass, and so that's, like, the perfect definition of Bryn, I'm, like, damn, like, Jessel kind of, like, read you right there, um, so that was hilarious, I was cracking up at that, uh, Jessel and the popsicle, I don't need to get into it. She's like, that's her truth is that she like her and a popsicle and a guy and I don't want to get into it. Um, but I was just like kind of shunk that she like said that on air. Um, cause I'm like, that's kind of weird. I wouldn't, that's, I, I don't know. Like that's why also I couldn't participate in a reality show cause I'm not going to be sitting out there talking about my sex life for the most part. Um, so the ladies, Eventually, they end up going outside. They're trying to turn on the heater out there. Aaron's husband is trying to, like, direct them around. Brynn is, like, flirting with him. And I'm like, oh, God. Uh, here we go with that. That will come back, I'm sure. Um, the ladies start talking about the dollar store. Like, oh, I love the dollar store. And I'm like, shut up. I hate when, like, people do that. Like, I love going to the dollar store. I'm just, everything's a dollar. I'm like, shut up. And so I like is like the same way kind of where she's like, shut up. Like I actually had to like get stuff from the dollar store. That's where majority of my stuff came from whenever I was like younger. That's where we had Christmas stuff from. And like I got her on that. Uh, and she does reveal here that she was actually born in L.A. And like I knew that I had like clocked that at some point. Um, and so like Brent or Sai shares her story and then Brent starts to get into her story too. Uh, and Brent has like. She's definitely gone through it her entire life. But the other ladies are, like, supporting her and saying that they're going to be there for her. Because Brent says that she's, like, never had, like, a family to go around for, like, Thanksgiving and stuff like that. And she said there's, like, more to it. But, like, she she didn't want to talk about it. So that is episode three of The Real Housewives of New York City, season 14. Um, I enjoyed the episode. The ladies are great. All of them, even though Bryn was kind of like irritating at a couple of points, I can really appreciate her. Um, so yes, we can get into episode four then. All right, so let's get into episode four of The Real Housewives of New York City, season 14. Um, so as we ended the last episode... Uh, we had Bryn sharing a little bit of past trauma, um, and then I guess the ladies just go home, go to sleep, and <laughs> wake up the next day. Uh, so they wake up the next day. Aaron is finally making the shakshuka that she promised. Um, so I, of course, can't pronounce it again, and 
Everybody loves it. It looks like a good dish. She makes it with cheese, without cheese. So, I don't know. It kind of good to me. Um, Jessel says it's, like, one of the best that she's ever had. Jessel, I think, is, like, very nice and polite, but then she just take, gets taken the wrong way sometimes. Um, the ladies start talking about their Thanksgiving plans, and Sai, strangely, being nice for once, decides to have, like, a Brinsgiving, like, at her house. Um, oh, wait, no, they don't actually do that. Uh, what happens is they talk about what their Thanksgiving plans are, and Brin actually lets on her trauma um, about Thanksgiving, about how she doesn't love it. Uh, the ladies end up leaving after that, after they comfort her a little bit. Um, and while they're leaving, Brin's like, there's a BMW that pulls up. She's like, my initials are BMW, Bryn Marie Whitfield. I'm like, okay, that's interesting, I guess. So I was like, she's always got something to fucking say. I was like... <laughs> Maybe she does. Um, so the next scene we get is a Brynn solo scene. She talks growing up. Um, basically growing up with her grandmother being the one to like raise her uh, in Indiana. She didn't... Um, she didn't know, I guess, how to do her hair because Brynn is mixed and I guess her grandmother is white. Um, so she ended up taking her to like the black like hair salon where Brynn ended up finding a lot of... I guess help and just like role models to, like look up to while there. So that's nice. She talks about how like that was like a big stepping stone in her life. Um, the next scene we get is an Uba scene where she talks about losing her mom and kind of like being alone. And I felt really bad for her here because I'm like, she does seem kind of alone. She kind of seems like off in her like own world. Like the other lady doesn't really like check up on her too much. So why not? Um, so, Sai, we get in the next scene. She's going to be hosting a Friendsgiving for Brynn because she feels, um, she feels, like, sad for her that she doesn't have, like, a family to, like, celebrate with. And I'm like, well, Uba doesn't either. Why don't you throw it for all of them? Um, Uba says that she's alone and Sai throws, like, a party just for Brynn. I thought that was rude. I don't know. I'm just like, maybe I just see the worst in Sai. Um, the next scene we get is, uh, her involving her husband in the Jessel drama. And he actually comes to Jessel's aid and is like, she's a mother of twins who just had them a year ago. She's probably going through some stuff, like give her a break. And so I was like, yeah, you're right. So obviously he's like the rational one in the relationship. Um, the next thing we get is Jessel and her kids are talking about her kids going to the Montessori school or whatever they're going to be going to her and Pavit, her husband who she hasn't had sex with in a year. Um, they're just talking and he says something about like the tone of her voice getting her in trouble like with the ladies and that that's what happens with uh him a lot and her that he doesn't like her tone of voice um says that's why the other girls aren't like taking to her i'm like i don't appreciate that if my husband is saying that on damn camera don't do that um so the next scene we have is aaron having jenna over um where where Jenna gives a gift that her and Jessel had picked out for Aaron for hosting them for the weekend. I'm like, that's like a good house guest. Like she bought you a gift, said thank you for hosting me. I appreciate that. Why does that why is everybody giving Jessel so much shit? Leave her alone. Um so they get into it and it's Jenna does a little bit of pot stirring here and tells Aaron that Jessel called her and Sai cackling hags, like Whenever they were talking about, I guess, all the stuff with her and her husband and, like, the Christmas tree dress. 
And I don't think that's like the worst thing to say. It sounds like something like British people say, but like Cy and Aaron like took it like the wrong way. Um, the next thing we get is Cy holding Bryn's giving. Uh, Jessel comes in and does give Aaron this weird like, hey, Aaron, how are you? I'm so sorry about your funeral. And just like walks away. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and, and the other girls like notice it too. Like she has like this weird like missing sensitivity chip sometimes. So that's like one moment where I kind of was like, ooh, that wasn't a good look. Um, so the ladies sit down for dinner where Bryn gets really emotional. And she's like, I don't want to share it. I don't want to share it. I feel like there was like producer like pushing on this. Like you have to go to this dinner and you have to say what about your life happened. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't I don't like that it's, like, super produced like that. But the story that Bryn tells is actually really sad about her brother and sister and growing up and about how, like, their parents didn't take care of them and how there was, like, abuse, neglect. She was, like, in a dirty diaper one day for, like, six days straight. Like, just a really sad story um, that I guess we're going to get further into next week because it's a to-be-continued. Um, so, yeah. I'm really curious to see where that goes. Brynn, like I said, she was annoying me, but she also, like, she does have, like, a traumatic upbringing and sad story. So I just, um, I hope the best for her. And I'm, I guess we'll see next week where it all goes. Uh, so, yeah, that was episode four of The Real Housewives of New York City, season 14. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. If you guys already don't, be sure to give Pop Icon Radio a follow on Instagram at Pop Icon Radio. It has a TikTok also, but we haven't started any TikToks yet. Maybe soon. Um, and also, if you guys want to follow me at Scott Summers, S K O T T S U M M E R S, and Pop Icon Media. I'm I'm posting it on there too. That's just kind of like my extra stuff where I post like videos and stuff like that that i don't want to lose right now um so hopefully the internet doesn't go down and forever and i lose everything um but yeah thank you guys so much for tuning in and the next episode i'm putting out is going to be episodes five and six and after that i'll do an episode for seven and eight and we should be caught up for the season um and we'll just be doing weekly episodes after that so thank you guys so much for tuning in i'm your host david so yeah be sure to check me out on the next episode see you then